This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. knew that. I didn't know it was this bad. <laughs> what time is it? Five more minutes. That doesn't answer my question. Okay, come here. Five more minutes. world's gonna end. My preacher said the end was coming on a Friday night. So I begged him on my hands and my knees, please take a request. Said I was gonna take my honey dance and leave the honky-tonk lights. But all the perils and plagues and put terrible stains in her dress. Shook his head no. So I knew I had to get up and go. Said, baby, baby, we gotta make the most of the day. Cause there's just one solution. You know we gotta go away. Forget all your trouble. Drink till you see double. Drive a hundred miles just to tell your mama that you love her. Seven-letter word, synonym of uncovered. Honey, why would you ask me, of all people, for help with a crossword puzzle? Fair enough. I'll let you fill out the Sudoku when I'm done. And I thought we talked about the nicknames. We were talking about the nicknames, and then some other stuff happened, and we never finished talking about the nicknames. It's a southern thing. I don't even think about it half the time. Fine. Then I get to use them as well. You... Want to call me baby doll? Not that. Like, um, honey. I'm already using that. Baby? Never say that word again. You look like you're going to throw up. Eddie. No. 
Not that one. Hey, you guys. Hey, Mike. No school on Monday? Yep. It's either Labor Day, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, George Washington's birthday, or Veterans Day. I can't keep track. It's impossible to keep track. Too bad you've got to work on your day off. Eh, could be worse. I could be spending it with Victor Reyna working on a science fair project. Specific. Well, that's what Sufi is doing on her day off. What's the project on? Uh, Sufi wanted to apply their knowledge, well, just her knowledge, honestly, from AP Physics this year and do a presentation on rest energy. But they ended up doing a project about mold. Ooh, biology. What's their thesis? That spores will multiply more quickly in a paper bag over a plastic bag. That's it. I was expecting more... detail. Well, it wasn't Sufi's choice. Oof. Yes, they are very, very stressed about it. She could have called me. I've got this really fun slime mold sample that we could put in a vacuum or under a hydraulic press. Had a slime mold sample. Right. I used to have a slime mold sample. Edison completely cleaned out her lab a few days ago and found she was missing numerous samples. Numerous? It was like three. Tops. I just hope one of those Chico brats didn't steal them. It's too bad, because I was never able to identify what species that slime mold was. I was hoping I'd discovered a new one. I'm not a taxonomist, but I've always fantasized about naming a species of fungus or bug or something after the Dixie Chicks. This is really interesting, but I've got to get back to work. Exposed. What? The word I was looking for is exposed. Synonym of helpless. What was that? Where are you going? Just gonna poke my head out. Are you sure about that? Easy, lassie. It's probably just some kids fucking around. I'll be right back. Better have that Sudoku ready for me. there. Can't tell if you're gross and nice or gross and mean. Okay. Gross and mean. Got it. Gross and mean. Right. You're burning up. Yeah. Yeah. Is she okay? What in the hell? What happened? Where's it going? The sewer. Up you get. Come on. Did it burn you? No, it was made of goo. Something left scorch marks on the ground. Uh, well... I think I found my slime mold sample. 
Voila, the station supply closet. Was it everything you hoped for? Wow. Well, don't get too excited. Follow me, follow me. History books call me a prophet. Armchair psychologists call me a hoarder, but I call myself a historian. The problem with you angels is that you aren't materialistic enough. So I've got to pick up the slack. Any holy object you desire, I've got it. What have you got in terms of weapons? Loads and loads. Why are you on the lookout for one? Did Big Daddy downstairs not give you one? Something like that. Well, if you look to the back wall, all swords from the Crusades. Don't ask me from which side I hate infighting. Oh, and over here? They stabbed Jesus with this bad boy. On the cross? At a track meet. The Messiah was never athletic. Probably why his carpentry skills never took off. Any of this ineffable? What'd you call me? Edison and I are looking for a weapon that can be used against ineffable beings. That cane of yours not enough? My own ineffable weapon. We figure if Gabriel, Michael, and I all have divine weapons, Edison must have one as well. Did you say Gabriel? Finally, something interesting. What'd she say? That you might have something here. At all? Well, I can't think of anything as of now, but feel free to rummage around. Mi casa es su casa, save for the box under the record players. Do not touch those unless you two are very open-minded. I'll be a room over recording sponsorship deals. Holler if you need me. What a character. Should I check out the boxes under the record player? I don't think either of us could handle the shock. Hey, we aren't exactly close-minded about- You should go check out those swords. Over there. I'll work over here. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> Any luck? Barely drew blood. Oh, bugger. Try the spear. Spear isn't going to cut it either. Literally. This box is labeled Pieces of Toast with the Not-So-Virgin Mary's Face in them. Tasteful. We're supposed to be looking for weapons. Don't speak so soon. Who knows how long this bread has been left out. This could do some real damage. Are you looking at clothes? They have so much extra, it's like fantasy goodwill. Honey, we're looking for weapons. Edison, look at this coat. Wow. Cool. You think so? I think that it's not a weapon. But would I not look dashing in this shade of navy? We aren't talking about how good you look in men's jackets right now. Ooh, and it fits perfectly. Do you think the box labeled weird shit used to kill saints 1232 to 1483 has anything useful? Ow! <sighs> Sounds like you found an option. Nope. All healed. Just surprised me. What are you staring at? Look in the mirror behind you. <laughs> Whoa! You look like you're about to be struck by lightning. Was my hair standing up like this a second ago? I don't think so. Were you shuffling on carpet? You see any carpet? <laughs> Last time I looked like this, I'd stuck my finger in a light socket. But you're the light socket. 
Oh, that is a nice coat. I told you. It looks better on you. Flattery will get you nowhere. Can I borrow it? Absolutely not. What was that? One of the gramophones. I can't believe this. I can hardly believe it myself. We had a golem problem. You heard me right, a golem. In this part of the world, in this century, just when I thought it'd be a slow news day, reports are coming in from several very, very attractive sources that the golem was first spotted over in downtown Jerusalem, but has since been vanquished. Huh. That's anticlimactic. Other far more annoying and boyish sources cannot say for certain if it was made from mud or clay, who made it and for what, but they are certain it existed. Not much was known about it, actually. It was kind of gross-looking. Yellow. Wet. No one really wanted to talk to it. Sad. Anyways, today's broadcast was brought to you by Hello... A golem. That explains some things. It's from Jewish folklore. Right. Well, that means it was just something lifeless with barely any life in it. And thanks to you, that's gone too. But a human has to summon it. Uh Uh-huh. And who's to say they won't do it again? Ah. Which, depending on why they did it, might not be a problem. Think about how the thing was acting, Lucy. That is most definitely not good intentions. It could have been a Frankenstein's monster situation. Good intentions turned bad by abandonment. Oh my god, you are such a former English student. Do we think that this is really lead up to the apocalypse nonsense, or run-of-the-mill anomalous American small town nonsense? I'm hoping for the second thing, because I feel like there won't be anything here. I'm sure something will turn up. I have a feeling ineffable weapons don't just turn up. Mine did. Sort of. It fell to Earth. With you. In a comet. And I still didn't know it existed for thirty-odd years. Maybe something is out there. You just don't remember it yet. I guess. Buck up. Do you think Ezekiel will notice if this coat is missing? They wouldn't notice their left arm is missing from their body. Unless Gabriel took it. (laughs) Come in. Damn. What? I thought I was going to get to join you in the bath. You could join me in doing the laundry. We have a machine for that. And I have hands for this. Come. Sit with me. Yes, ma'am. I was doing some thinking. This should be good. You don't need a weapon. Do you hear yourself? I think if you needed one, you'd have one. You're talking about it like it's a shiny new car for my sweet 16, not a matter of life and death. I'm being serious, Edison. So am I. You have all of these powers and I don't have a way to protect myself. I'm your way of protecting yourself. Listen, if I'm ever in a bind and you or Gabe or Mike can't be there, then what? I wouldn't let that happen. You don't know that! You almost weren't yesterday! But I was, wasn't I? I can tell yesterday frightened you. What gave it away? If getting a weapon will make you feel more secure... It will. Then by all means, we'll keep looking. 
I believe you told me that defending someone isn't all about physical strength. I did? Many times. Just some food for thought. How long have you been washing that thing? Thirty-five minutes. I got it clean after the first two soaks, but, uh, look, there's a coffee stain in the left breast pocket. I can't seem to scrub it out. Hand it over. You need a man with calluses to handle this one. Please. I think the lining is sewn in. Really? Yeah, not well. Do you have a seam ripper? Nope. Scissors are in the sink drawer. Thanks. Let's hope it didn't get on the bottom layer. What really scares me is... Edison? It isn't the seven-headed dragons or the fire or the wrath of God that has me scared. It's what happens after. I don't see how a weapon can prevent that. Well, maybe it can prevent everything before. Edison, look at me. I'm not leaving you behind. I'm not letting them take you. Do you understand? Okay. Okay? Okay what? Just... Okay. Well, wait. It sucks. But... I believe you. Can't get these last seams. I'm going to have to rip out the rest of this lining. Oh! Are you all right? Scoot over. Did it electrocute you? It burned me shit. It isn't burning me. Congrats on finding the only ineffable coat to ever exist, I guess. What? Rainbow inside. Wonderful. What ones? No, look. It's like a kaleidoscope. Dyeing a coat like this is expensive, and they used so many colors. It's red and yellow and green and brown and scarlet and black. What's the tag say? Jacobson's. One size fits all. You stole Joseph's coat of many colors from Ezekiel. You're kidding. How was I supposed to know it was the coat of many colors? I just thought it was navy. No better than his shitty older brothers. Come off it. So are you going to bring it back? Absolutely not. You're going to hell. For stealing, not for shagging the Antichrist. It is a nice coat. Can you get that? I've got to wrap my hand. On it. Gabriel. Lucille? Whatever. We've got a lead on the mold sample situation over here. That's good. Yeah. And I've got a trio of kids in the back of this car who would love to speak to Dr. Tucker about their role in this and offer her a formal apology for stealing, as well as return some of her things. Oh. I see. Is it alright if we stop by? I'd have to ask Edison. Ask me what? Just a tick.
Michael and Sufi summoned the golem. No way. Right. Who told you? Gabriel. All but directly. An angel getting to the point. The world really is ending. Gabriel is bringing them to our house so they can return the Petri dish and apologize. Oh, boy. She also offered an over-the-phone confrontation. Oh, no. Invite them over. This should be good. Can I make myself scarce? I don't know why you'd want to miss this clusterfuck, but by all means. Come on by. And, and I learned that it's never okay to steal, even if it doesn't count as plagiarism, because lab samples can be really dangerous, and we should never touch them without a teacher or a professor supervising us. And? And I'm, I'm sorry, Dr. Tucker. Thank you. <laughs> Sufi. Well... I showed up to school like a week ago, and Victor and Mike said that they had new mold samples and didn't tell me where they're from, so... But I'm sorry we broke the law and violated like a billion lab safety rules by taking the sample from your lab. I'll never do this again, because I never did it in the first place, and because I would never be stupid enough to compromise a project that is 30% of our final grade during our last semester of high school. Like, are you kidding? I'll pretend that was an apology. Michael. Hi, Ed. Hi, Mike. Sorry for stealing. That was wrong of me. I hope I'm still allowed in your house after this. I'll have to talk to my roommate, but thank you. Can I be done? Sit down, Michael. Alrighty, kids. On the porch, out. I'm patting y'all down before we get in the car. Gotta finish up chatting with Dr. Tucker. Boss in heaven. What in the hell were you doing? Covering our asses? Those three were doing their work at the Holy Grail, and that Victor kid broke down all guilty and goes, We stole from Dr. Tucker. Which one actually stole it? None of them would admit it, but I sense it was Mike. He was the only one who could get in here. And who summoned it? No idea, but all that matters is that they aren't going to summon it again. Now that you've got nothing to worry about, I've got to shuttle some kids to their respective guardians. Wait. I was meaning to ask you. What? We went to Ezekiel's earlier to look for weapons. Any luck with that? Nope. Yeah, that supply closet is a labyrinth. I was wondering if you knew anywhere else around here that'd have some kind of ineffable weapon. I understand wanting to stockpile weapons, but Ezekiel should be an example of how that isn't helpful. I think Lucille's fine with just her sword. The weapon would be for me. You don't need a weapon? Yeah, I do. Not really. You saw what happened yesterday. Yeah, Lucy had it handled. Before that. Your shield worked just fine. What do you mean? Your shield. Did you not use your shield on purpose? My shield? Did you not see the scorch marks on the ground? That was me? It wasn't the golem, no. Is that the only time that's ever happened? I think- Sometimes it's an electrical charge. The closet. What? Ezekiel's closet. I got staticky. And the pavement. 
Can it leave scorch marks? If it's intense enough. So I have a built-in weapon? No, no. It's not a weapon. It's completely defensive, not offensive. How am I supposed to protect myself? Alrighty, in the gentlest way possible, you are a bomb. You're designed for one thing and one thing only, to go off once, but not go off once at the wrong time. So, to prevent that, they aren't going to build in a bunch of knives and guns onto it. They're going to coat it in lead. They're going to program it in impossible code, and then they're going to build it a shield. I'll bet if you keep at it, even I couldn't touch you. Well, at least for a second. And the fire's not a deterrent for me. I hate this. I know. You humans like to talk about winning fights and losing fights. Reality is, most of you just survive them. But hey, here's your proof all that practice paid off. I hate when meditation actually works. Is that why the uh, voice thing has been happening too? I was wondering about that. It started the day after Metatron visited, well, broke into our damn house more like it. I assume it's Antichrist related, like the eyes trick. I could see if there's a way to control it. No. It's just the principle of the thing. Right. Did you hear that? What was that? Dr. Tucker? What was that? Slow down. It's back. As in? Yep. I thought Lucy killed it. No, slime molds are a hive mind. You split a slime mold, you don't kill it, it just becomes two groups of mold. So, how do we kill it? Hey! Yeah, you, over here! I'm the guy who kept doing that petri dish for so long! Yep, that's right! Come and get me! Shit, here we go. Why do I hear scream? Where's my coat? A bathroom. Michael, Sufi, um, boy, why are you still here? Golem's back. What? Golem's back. Sufi, Victor, further back into the house. Michael, you two. Where's Edison? She's buying us time to get out of here. Where? Don't shoot the messenger. You left her out there. She ran into the tree line. It's not like I abandoned her. She can't defend herself from that. Well, I wonder whose job it is to do that.
Edison? Edison! Lucy, down here! Edison! Where is it? Are you hurt? What is that smell? It's dead. Really? I killed it! I killed the golem! Oh, thank God. I came as fast as I could. Why did you bring the coat? What? It was cold out. Why are we focusing on- And why is it tied around your waist? I had to fly here, didn't I? Is it actually dead? Yes. Or is it just dead like how I killed it? Actually killed it. Fire kills mold. Of course. Well done. Um, well. Would you like me to fly you home? That's them. They're waving from the porch. That they are. They could at the very least meet us halfway. Cave has put them through enough. How much did that boy see? Victor? Too much. Lovely. What? I haven't been wearing my brace. Throw the coat back on. He can still see. I'm sure he won't notice. How could he not? Well... You two okay? Yes. Stinky, but fine. Did you kill it? Ask me that again and look into my eyes. By the time I got over there, Edison had the situation handled. Well, would you look at that. Miss Lucille. Ah. Can I ask you something? Sure. Where did you get your coat? My coat? Yes. I like the lining. Oh. Yes, me too. I got it from a thrift store back in... um... Britain. Damn. Well, everybody back in the car. I'm taking y'all home. Go on, pile in. Hey, Ed. Hi. Told you so. Nice coat, Lucille. Um, thank you. 1600 BC called. Says you can keep it. I might have borrowed it from Ezekiel. That Joseph boy already had to deal with getting sold by his brothers, and then you steal his coat? That's low. What? Oh, that's brilliant. Holy shit. Um, among the events and revelations of today, it's a bit underwhelming. Oh, I think it's cool. So, do you feel better? About what? That you could handle yourself just fine without me. The way I used my shield back there, Gabe told me that's not always going to be the case. Why'd it work now? My shield burned asphalt, burned some leaves and twigs as I made my way through the woods. The golem was mostly mold. I'm assuming that wouldn't work on a demon. If I want to really keep ineffable beings off my back, I've got to work on using a shield like a shield. Bugger. Yeah. Well, we've got time to figure everything else out. Yeah, plenty. But, hey, at least I can stop you from stealing all the blankets now. I do not do that. Okay, you wake up tonight trying to grab a bunch of fire and ineffable plexiglass, you just let me know. I won't. Liar, liar. Don't finish it. Where the Stars Fell is a production of Caldera Studios and is produced by Newton Shottlecotty. This episode was written by Lucy Brown and Newton Shottlecotty. The voice of Gabe was Kira Gill. The voice of Mike was Kyle Street. The voice of BB was Max Fleischacker. 
The voice of Ezekiel was Eden Shelston. The voice of Sufi Shirvan was Sahar Iman. The voice of Victor Reyna was Alex Hernandez. The voice of Lucille Kensington was Madeline Harview. The voice of Dr. Edison Tucker was Newton Shottlecotty. Script edits were done by Brad Colebrook with a sensitivity read by Kit Adams. All sound effects taken from audio library, sound library, freesound, original Foley, or used under Creative Commons license. Find transcripts, social media links, and places to listen at wherethestarsfell.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you emotionally exhausted? Do you have strong feelings about authoritarian power structures? Have you ever stared up at the night sky and felt tiny and alone? If so, ask your doctor about Wolf 359, the award-winning sci-fi audio fiction podcast by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Side effects may include strange genetic experiments, unreliable AI systems, the potential discovery of alien life, and toothpaste. Find Wolf 359 wherever you listen to podcasts and visit wolf359.fm to learn more.